As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and I'm going to do a bit of a catch-up about my fifth 26 habits bedtime yoga and just remember if you want to find any or all of these episodes I have teamed up with The Pool so head over to www.the-pool.com where you'll find all the episodes and uh, also loads of excellent other articles. I I can't help but feel that you'll get lost there but anyway. Um, Bedtime yoga I thought would be a very easy uh, 26 habits to take on at this point having done um, what have we racked up now? Let's think about this. There was no shop-bought coffee, drinking more water, um, no alcohol and meditation when I wake up. So it seemed like a really good idea. The meditating when I wake up, I know a lot of people have started to do that and have really noticed the benefits and I certainly did. So I thought this was kind of the yin to that yang of, of well, let's do something at bedtime. It has been so much harder than I could have actually predicted because what this yoga practice is about, what this 26 Habits is about, is essentially about making sleep better, about getting more rest, about being uh, creating a restorative place and space. And what I've noticed has happened is that I get to a certain point in the evening and I think, right, I am ready for bed now. And because I've sort of been on an, if if my energy levels were on a graph <laughs> during the evening, you would have just seen them steadily and slowly decline to like a resting phase. And what it's what I've had to do is kind of have a little spike to get the energy up, to actually think right, I'm going to commit to doing something and concentrating for uh, the the three videos that I pitch: are seven minutes, twenty minutes, and thirty seven minutes. So the first two sessions I did were just the seven minute ones because I thought I really can't face it. But actually, even though you do kind of have to, I don't know, get in, sort of feel like you're about to do something, as soon as you get about two minutes into these practices, it's so incredible because it's almost as if the video, um, I've put all the links in the show notes, previous show notes, and I'll put them again in these ones to the three videos with Yoga with Adrian even her voice in it's very calming and it's created this extra step this extra just part of the evening that I wasn't expecting to find um so lovely so peaceful so um just calming just very very calming and I do I have to admit the results of, a, of being a week in are that my sleep has been so much better I am waking up with my alarm 
not 20 minutes before and not once at two o'clock in the morning when I you know, roll over, check my phone and wonder what on earth is going on. My quality of sleep in a week already has improved. So I know in the last episode we talked about, well, to what end? Why on earth, why on earth are we doing nighttime yoga? Is it just to have a better sleep? Like, what's the science of it? So I um, have been in touch with Nadia Narain. She's a yoga teacher at Tri Yoga in London. And just sort of said to her, can you sort of give me a bit more information about why my body will be reacting in this way by giving me better sleep? So I said, you know, why is yoga great for the body and mind? And she said, if you do gentle practice before bed, keep it simple, focus on the breath, which is exactly what those videos do. Because what it does is it calms the mind and releases tension from the day. And it can also soothe the nervous system, which helps bring you into a more restful state. So that makes sense, that feeling of actually I have a deeper sleep, I'm falling asleep much more quickly, much quicker, much, much quicker. And I'm waking up and it's kind of a bouncy wake up. Like when I wake up, I'm rested. And I did say to her, I'm using these videos, but what kind of poses should we choose at bedtime? And she said, simplicity is key. Forward bends help to get quiet and calm. Sit with your legs crossed, place fingers in front of you and walk your hands forward fold over legs for five breaths. And apparently back bends are a no-no at bedtime because they're quite stimulating. Um, she confirms exactly what I've been feeling, which is, I feel, um, I said to her, what should I be noticing? And she said, well, you should feel calmer when the mind is quieter and it should also be easier to go to sleep. And if you're doing this extra step and you're not then looking at your phone afterwards, and then you're just going straight to sleep, then the chances are you'll have a better night's rest than if you see that blue light before you go to sleep. Um, she also said it's quite a good idea to have a bit of a ritual. So um, dim your lights, tidy your clothes away, light a candle, or um, I use a diffuser in my bedroom with lavender oil. Um, and then it's more of a, a, a calming space to do your yoga and whatnot. So it all feeds into the fact that this is a really good practice. Um, I also spoke to Ahmed at Touch Energetics. I mentioned Ahmed in the previous episode and we had a really, really long conversation about uh, meditation and yoga. And he said, essentially, he sent me an email, so I'm going to read some of what he said because I said, oh, could you put that down because you just sounds so good. And I didn't have a pen with me when we were on the phone. He said, everything in the world works in cycles and it is in our best interest to move with them rather than against them. Our ancestors understood the importance of rising with the sun and going to bed at dusk. It was only when we started to impose our own man-made cycles on top of this natural rhythm, clock time, deadlines, social calendar, late night infomercials, that sleep debt and disorders actually became a thing. But it is possible using a combination of asana, pranayama, sound healing and yoga nidra to lower cortisol levels. So they're the four types of practices that he would suggest. Engage the parasympathetic system and decrease blood pressure. So obviously that's... Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 
for practices. So let's just uh, keep it simple. Um, Ahmed is an excellent yoga teacher and I'll put his link uh, on Instagram. But he's he was the one who said to me, uh, Instagram yoga can be quite misleading. Um, the asana, so those are the poses, are, he says, a restorative practice before bed is really appropriate. Restorative sequences employ the use of many, many props. So for me personally at home, I have a yoga block and a yoga bolster as well as my mat. And I also have a little square cushion that has become kind of a yoga cushion that I use because I can't sit cross-legged comfortably. So I prop that behind me to help because um, it helps you do postures safely and without exacerbating injury or putting too much strain on the body. Now, this is very interesting. If you do weight-bearing exercises, Armo says, or you're an endurance athlete, you run, say you go to the gym a few times a week, you'll benefit immensely from the progressive unravelling of distorted tissue that comes with these long static holes. holds. And restorative sequences can be mentally and physically taxing for the injured or highly strung. And this is part of what makes it such good medicine. As a teacher of Armas once said to him, the postures you dislike are the ones that are best for you. So he talks about, again, that those holding those poses, which are what those uh, yoga with Adrian poses are. Um, he obviously is a teacher. He would have his own um, he would have his own methods. But one of the things that a few people said to me um, is about nostril breathing before bed. And Ahmed actually very kindly sent me um, the technique of how to do it. So I thought I would share it with you. So alternate nostril breathing, um, which is Nadi Shadana, I think, uh, if I'm reading that correctly. Ahmed says, a fantastic, albeit rather unusual way to engage the parasympathetic system is alternate nostril breathing. This technique requires a fair amount of coordination and concentration. It is an ideal preparatory step for meditation as it focuses the mind quickly and effectively. It's also rather handy if you've got a cold. The other great thing about it is that it brings us back into balance. It balances out the right, which is masculine, rational, logical, and left, creative, intuitive, abstract, feminine sides of the brain. The right brain controls the left side of the body and the left brain controls the right side of the body. There are countless variations on this technique in the yoga world, but he presents the simplest. So here's the technique. And I'll do this step by step, and I'll also highlight this on my Insta stories so that you can find this following the show. So sit upright in a chair. You can rest your elbows on your desk if you happen to find yourself doing this practice during your working day. Make a claw with your right hand, curling in your ring finger and your middle finger into the palm. This is a mudra, a hand gesture. Um, inhale deeply through both, nost both nostrils, and then retain the breath for a count of four. So just hold that breath for a count of four. With your hand still in the mudra, place your thumb on your right nostril and gently close it. With the right nostril closed, breathe out through your left nostril for a count of four. Pause and hold for four. Now breathe in through the left nostril, which is still open at this point, for another count of four and hold that breath for four. Compress the left nostril with your index finger and rele release the right. Exhale through the right nostril for a count of four. Hold your breath for a count of four and then repeat. This is one cycle and you can repeat this five times over. The slower you can make the inhalation, says Ahmed, the better. Sorry, the slower you can make the inhalations and the exhalations, the better. So why not give that a go? I know I'm going to. 
So that's really how I've been getting on. I'm sleeping better, no doubt about it. I It's a much more challenging 26 habits than I predicted. I thought it would be really easy to sort of put my pyjamas on and go onto the mat and do it. But it, it me I have to kind of dig deep and I've wanted not to do it quite a few times. And I thought, oh, I'll just go to bed. It's the same thing. It really isn't. The quality of sleep is noticeably different, noticeably better. And um, it just... It's that thing that I talked about in the first episode of it calms the mind chatter. And my I do feel... It's a bit like when you go for a massage or you go for a beauty treatment, you kind of zone out <laughs> during the treatment and you think, well, I know I wasn't asleep, but I definitely wasn't awake. That kind of space, it lulls you into that phase of brain activity so that when you do actually... Um, nod off it's really deep and restorative and yet I've felt so much better for doing it but I warn you and I'm interested to know if any of you have felt the same whether you've gone to go and do it and you thought oh actually I just don't think I can be bothered have you been feeling that have you experienced that too please please validate my feelings of laziness I would love to hear from you as ever if you want to get in touch it's so easy just follow me um on Instagram or Twitter, where I'm at Emma Guns, and I know a lot of you are sliding into the DMs, um, which is always wonderful. Uh, and if you want to send me a longer message, uh, please do drop um, um, an email into my inbox. I am thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Another reminder that if you want to find uh, all of these episodes, I have teamed up with The Pool, so you will find them at thepool.com. Uh, Sorry, the pool hyphen, no, I've got that wrong, the hyphen pool.com. Um, where you'll find the back catalogue and any links and useful uh, information which will always be also be in the show notes on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next one.